you know, I'd look at other women walking down the street and constantly think, oh, I want to look like you. I wanted to be everyone else but myself. Losing weight isn't easy, and some days we can feel like we need some extra help. Welcome to the Weight Loss Warrior podcast, the show where we share inspiring real-life success stories from normal, everyday people like you and I. Listen to how each of our guests managed to overcome their personal challenges to lose the weight they wanted as they talk about the secrets to their success and give great advice that you can benefit from. Become part of our tribe and use the Weight Loss Warrior podcast as your source of motivation and support to help you on your weight loss transformation. And now your host and friend, Carl Radley. Hello everyone and welcome to a new episode of the Weight Loss Warrior podcast. I am Carl, your host, and I am joined here today by Slimming World Royalty, Sarah Winter, who is not only Miss Slinky 2023, but is on the very front cover of the latest Slimming World magazine. And I cannot wait to speak to you. Welcome to the show, Sarah. How are you doing? Hi, thanks for having me. Ah, you are so welcome. And it's absolutely amazing to have you. First of all, a massive congratulations on being awarded Miss Slinky 2023. And an even bigger congratulations for being on the front cover of Slimming World. It must feel amazing. Oh, it, it is incredible. I mean, it it's all been amazing, the whole photo shoot and the Miss Slinky. But I really am just Sarah from Hereford. I am a normal person that walked into a Slimming World group and did well. And I feel like the luckiest girl in the world to have this um, privilege of Miss Slinky and the photo shoot. That's great. And, and we'll... We'll dive into that and you can tell us all about, you know, the photo shoot and the award itself and everything else that you've been doing recently with that. And obviously, I want to hear about your journey as well, because like you said, you, you say you're just Sarah from Hereford, but I'm sure there's much more to that. <laughs> but as you know, this podcast is about reaching normal people on a weight loss journey. And that's what I think makes it so important to hear those success stories, because it shows that normal people can do it. And it is possible, you know. Yeah. So why don't you tell us a bit more about normal Sarah from Hereford? Okay. So um, I am a mum of two. So I've got two children, a 15-year-old and a 19-year-old. Um, married to a farmer. I am an ITU nurse. And um, at my heaviest, I was 17 and a half stone. Um, and I worked in a very busy intensive care unit during covid Wow. So that in itself must have been extremely difficult. Yeah, it was. So it sounds like you've got a busy life, Sarah, for sure. Yeah, I do. Trying to juggle everything and spin all the plates at the same time. It's quite busy. Of course. And and having two children as well, both teenagers. Um, I, I have two children, two boys, and um, they're, they're only six and eight or nearly six and eight next month. But I, I've not yet reached, obviously, that stage of, of having teenagers. But it, it must keep, definitely keep you busy. And it must be a lot of fun as well, though. Oh, it is It is a lot of fun. But, yeah, they do keep me on my toes. <laughs> of, of course, of course. OK, so, Sarah, what I'd love to do is, is hear a bit more, as you mentioned, that you were at one point at 17 and a half stone. Mm-hmm. And t- tell me about your journey to gaining weight up until 17 and a half stone a bit of a backstory please if you wouldn't mind so I've I've never been a small teenager so I think my weight sort of became an issue around you know the hormonal years so I was a teenager and I was always the bigger girl of the group 
Um, and as the years went on, I just gained more and more weight. So left school, went to college, gained a bit more weight. And then I met my um, husband now. And we had, I had a, a, a child, never really lost the weight, gained a bit more, then had my second child. Um, and then I went to university to do my nurse training. And that's where um, you know, I just, I think with all the studying, I really gained loads of weight. And that's when I ended up being 17 and a half stone at my heaviest. Okay. And so you went to university, not of a typical time that you would straight out of college. Um, because for a lot of people going to university, just that change of lifestyle for like 19, 20 year olds, they, they would go to university first time living away from home. And, and that can be a big trigger for people gaining weight. But you'd already you know, had two children and then went to study. Is that right? Yeah, that's correct. Yeah, I did, did things all sort of around the wrong way, really. But um, yeah, so no, I went to university um, in my sort of early 30s. And okay. yeah, that's when it all happened, really, when I gained the most weight. Yeah. And, and the thing is, as well, I think when you have focus in different areas, having you know two children that obviously changes your body as well and it's I, I think especially in your 30s at least in my experience and, and seeing some of my friends and, and people around me your body isn't as reactive as it is in its 20s and I'm not saying you know you're reaching old age or anything like that but <laughs> in your 20s I feel like you're invincible in terms of you can do whatever you want and and you, you just kind of bounce back but in your 30s there seems to be a bit more of a change and a shift um yeah, definitely. Yeah. And so was there a, a single point then once you'd reached that weight and leading up to it, were you were you feeling unhappy with your weight? Was it impacting your life in any way? Yeah, so yeah, it really did. I mean, I had a really poor relationship with food and, you know, there was lots of sort of emotions that came that came with that. I'd eat for every every occasion really, every emotion going, secretly eat, and every time I did it I was unhappy. Um but the, the driving force for me to shift my mindset was during COVID, we had some PPE in the form of hazmat suits and they said that they were one size and I was watching everyone get them on and I thought, oh, this will be interesting. So I put it on and it was really tight, but you had to go with it because, you know, PPE was limited. Um, and I bent down to do some personal care for a patient and I completely ripped the back the back of the suit from literally from the bottom to the neck and it was in front of my work colleagues the doctors anesthetists and that you know they're all my friends and we all laughed and joked about it but actually all I did there was just have all my anxiety my worries and concerns about my weight um on the surface for everyone to see that must have been very difficult yeah it was and I mean even though I laughed the whole day I just thought that was just so embarrassing um but then when I sort of, and it was during this shift that I was thinking, right, I'm going to go to Swimming World. But it wasn't just the PPE incident. I mean, I was approaching 40 at the time and I spent so long being really unhappy. Um, um and I just thought, no, I need to need to change this. I need to rewrite my own inner script. Um, and not only that, my husband and I 
Um, I'd kept my husband at arm's length for quite some time just because I didn't like myself and I couldn't understand why he liked what I didn't like. Um, so that needed to change as well. So, yeah, the PPE incident was just the driving force. And, and it sounds as though there were a lot of other, I don't want to say issues, but things happening around that, like you mentioned, you know, relationships, especially with people who are closest to you, like your yeah. partner, your yeah. husband. It's It can be a very difficult time. And like you said, I, I think if you're either you have low self-esteem or you're not happy with yourself, it makes it very, very difficult to let others in. Oh, and, absolutely. Yeah. And I did it for years. Just, you know, he'd tell me I'd look really lovely and on the rare occasions we'd go out and and I just just didn't didn't believe him and yeah, it needed to change. <laughs> the issue and, and situation that you faced with your PPE, protective clothing that was split, I had a similar experience on the prom. My, my 18, my college leavers prom. So I was 18 years old. We had a limo. We were staying in a hotel. The limo came. And as I got into the limo in my tuxedo, I bent over to get in and cr no, you have to crouch into the limo to get in. And just that bending mo motion, I ripped my trousers from the crotch right the way up the back. And obviously we were, again, a limo full of people going directly to the, the leavers prom, not going to be able to get a tuxedo anywhere in that moment and just everyone laughing myself included like oh how embarrassing you know but it was on the inside like absolutely mortified but this has happened because I'm overweight and you know it's one of those occasions where you want to feel good you want to enjoy yourself I know for you at work it was probably I'd say another normal day for you in, you know, in the office but it doesn't take away from it when you're surrounded by people or something happens that catches you unawares just just how difficult it is and, and how long that can stay with you yeah that unfortunately is it's a memory that will forever be in my mind <laughs> of course mm. of course however though with that said it sounds as though it was a trigger for a lot of positive things so I mean obviously as difficult and as horrible that was to go through the positive that has come back you know on from since then when you decided to go to Slimming World and, and start your journey I won't say it was probably worth it, but at least you probably feel a bit more at ease with it because yeah. of what's happened since. Yeah, absolutely. Mm -hmm. Okay, so t let's, let's talk about that because I, I'm really excited to, to hear more. So you made a decision to lose weight yeah. and was Slimming World for you the obvious choice or did you have different options? What 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 was your thinking about that? I, I knew Slimming World was for me. So I had tried Slimming World previously, so it probably back in... 2015 um and I and I did really well I lost I think I lost about one and a half two stone um and then I think I may have had a rocky couple of weeks and I didn't go back but that was I think for me because I was still in the diet mindset whereas Slimming World for me I don't think is is a diet at all it's it's a way of life and what I find really easy with Slimming World is that it's normal everyday food so everyday food that you would feed your family, that you're, you use the same food, you're just looking at it slightly differently. Mm -hmm. The balance of, of the, the foods that you have, so it fits in with exactly what you're eating, but at least everyone can eat together. You don't have to prepare separate meals or anything like that. No, not at all. And, and it really does fit in well with my family. My 15-year-old is vegetarian, 
My 19-year-old is a rower, so he's um, always eating. And my husband's a farmer, so... And it just fits with all of us. I don't cook different meals. It just works. That's great. That's great. So for you, Simming World was a, an obvious choice and, and you had some experience and knowledge of how it worked. So that was your decision to go back to Slimming World and join. And and how did you feel about going through the doors for the first time? I'll take it you didn't you, you did join a, a group session. You didn't start yes. online. Yes, I did. So because I'd I went back to the same group that I went to back in 2015 and I can remember sitting in the car park thinking, I'm gonna go in there. I'm heavier than I was before. And the consultant's going to know who I am. And is she going to be thinking, oh, here she is again. And she's gained even more weight. That I honestly thought that's, that's probably what, what she'd think. And I almost talked myself out of not going in. But before I knew it, I was out of the car and walking in. And the smile on that lady's face was just, it was just beautiful. And all my fears and concerns that I had just 100 yards away had gone. And I felt like I'd sort of gone back home. It's, it was a weird feeling. No, but it's something that the amount of times people have told me on the show that they felt nervous, whether it was the first time of losing weight you know, or joining a group or whether they were returning to a group, that feeling of anxiety, potential judgment. Yeah. Would you be accepted? And and just not knowing what to expect, I think, it is in a lot of situations in life, you know, that the... the the worrying about it is often much worse than the actual event itself. But it sounds as though you had a, a really nice consultant and a, a nice group to go back to. Yes, I did. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, I think that's so important. I think it's so important, you know, to have a somebody where you feel safe and, and that area where you, you feel comfortable. Um, I, I think it's, you know, one of the things that will potentially define you being successful or not. Because if you don't enjoy going or you, you feel unwelcome in any sense i think you know it's something that can cause problems and this is something i think slimming world with all the training that consultants get and it a lot of people say that it doesn't really matter so much where you go you're always going to be greeted by a familiar face like a friendly face which i think is really key yeah absolutely i mean and everybody i didn't there was obviously familiar faces there from previous years but there was also lots of people i didn't know and everyone was just so friendly and i think it's because you're all there for the same reason you all want the same thing so you're all in it together type thing it's a great spirit in that sense i think and i I started going to the gym last year and again very daunting and intimidating to start like you walk in and you, you don't want to look like you don't know what you're doing and so you know you kind of feel like you stick out like a sore thumb and, and I imagine for a lot of people going to a slimming world class or any kind of weight loss group for the first couple of weeks you think oh people everyone's going to be staring at me but really I don't think it's the case do you? No not at all and I think that's where we're our own worst enemies really because whenever I see somebody at one of my exercise classes or that come into slimming world I don't ever think anything negative so why do I think that other people are going to be thinking anything negative, which is, it's all in our heads, I think. Absolutely. You, 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 you're completely right. And sometimes it takes people longer to get past that. And for others, like you said, the distance between walking from your car to being greeted by your consultant was enough for you just to realise, okay, it's not going to be bad. You've got this, which mm-hmm. is great. And did you find that the weight came off quite quickly, Sarah? Um, well, do you know what? The first week, I, I actually gained. <laughs> I think 
I gained a, like a pound or something. And I thought, oh. <laughs> um, but then the, the next week, it just, everything, week after week, it just um, was slow and steady and and just came off. So in terms of your journey and, and the fact, just going back to what you said about, you know, actually gaining on your first week, I can imagine that you probably have mixed emotions about that. Cause a lot of people say, you know, your first week, yeah. you're losing a lot of water weight. That's usually like where you have your biggest loss. Yeah, no, not for me. <laughs> um, but then I don't think I was sort of, I'd obviously done something wrong and then it, I know it was my first week, but speaking to the consultant and just, you know, sort of looking at my food diary and I knew where I'd sort of gone wrong. And then just the following week I came in and it was, and I lost weight. So, and it was just, a, yeah. And then from there on, I, I'm not going to say it was, you know, every single week losing weight, but I can imagine, you know, to, to, to lose the weight that you have and it must've been more or less a fantastic week after week for you. Yeah, and I'd, I'd love to say that my journey from A to B has been, you know, plain sailing and straight down the road. But no, I've gone around the houses and over the bridge and all sorts uh, to get to where I am now. I mean, you know, I've had weeks where I've gained, I've had weeks where I've maintained. And it's just sort of, you know, not beating yourself up if you do have a gain or a maintain. and Just sort of unpicking um, where you think what's happened in that week and where you can sort of pinpoint it is it's like it's quite fascinating actually to you find out so much about yourself um in this weight loss journey that it's it's a remarkable ride really and for you what have been some of the i say the, the biggest learnings and it because i think obviously the the weight loss journey is not just about the physical part of it of the actual weight coming off i, I think it's so much more than that and I often talk about it on the podcast you know about mental health and well-being and how important that is as part of the journey and -hmm. something often people don't pay too much attention to but I'd love to know from you Sarah you know in addition to the obvious physical changes of, of you losing weight how was it impacting your life especially when you mentioned you know it had had an impact on your relationships and and the way that you felt in yourself so I was somebody um that would never really go out. I'd find every excuse under the sun not to do anything. Um, I had no confidence. And as the weight started coming off, it was, the only way I can explain it was like, it's like a flower just starts to open. And I was getting all these new feelings and becoming confident. And yeah, I just gradually grew into this. Well, as I say, I sort of released the inner Sarah. because now I've got all this confidence. I absolutely love going out. I don't ever make excuses. I'm always asking, what are we doing next weekend or on our next sort of time off? Yeah, I went I went on a girls' weekend away. I've never I would never have dreamt of doing that before because I would always think I was always the bigger girl of the group and I'd be judged. But I, I did that just, just last year, which was something I'd never done before and had a great time. Yeah, so even though I you know, I joined Slimming World not to win a competition, not to get in the magazine, but I joined to sort of win my life back, which I really feel like I've done. It sounds like it. Yeah. And I, I don't think, I don't think there's probably many people, if if any, I'd say probably a handful of people who, who would actually join with their eye on a prize of perhaps winning a national award. Because I think for a lot of people, they join Slimming World or Weight Watchers, like you said, for themselves, to, yeah. to feel better about themselves. And the success that you've had 
I think is obviously a direct, you know, correlation of exactly the effort you've made and how it has changed. Because I, you know, having seen you on on the Slim World Front cover and having heard, you know, you winning the award and things like that, I think these are just things that are, are benefits that have come of that. But like you said, it wasn't the reason why you joined. And it's just, it's an added bonus, really. Yeah, no, it's it's a huge bonus. And I'm incredibly lucky and forever grateful for it all. I, I think I asked, I can't remember if I asked this or not, but when did you actually join Slimming World again? So it'd be two, just over two years ago. Okay, so two, just over two years ago. And during that time, like you said, going around the houses over the bridge and stuff to, yeah. to get to your target weight. Um, how quickly did you reach your target? Um, well, I've I've got I've still got this couple of pound. I haven't actually hit my target yet. I did initially hit target, and then I lowered it. So I've still got a couple of pound to go before my new target. Okay, so that gives you flexibility then to obviously set a target and then see how you feel. Because it's, it's again, it's very difficult when you're a certain weight and you you are asked how much do you want to weigh. It's it's almost impossible to know exactly what your ideal weight's going to be or the weight that you're going to feel the most comfortable at. Mm. yeah I just sort of plucked a number out of just plucked a number out and said oh I want to be that weight but actually when I got to to 11 stone I I thought no no I don't that's not where I want to be um so lowered it so I haven't quite reached it yet but I'm not far off no but I mean you look fantastic and the thing is as well that it's such a personal thing like for some people they may have got to 11 and a half stone and thought okay I'm good now I, I feel great and I would say probably because you've lost so much weight as the weight was coming down week after week and you were noticing changes and, you know, more of a physical side of things. And if we talk about that for a second, clothes fitting differently, needing to buy new clothes, I would imagine. Yeah. Yeah. Lots. <laughs> lots. <laughs> and now you enjoy doing it as well. I'm, oh, I'm I love shopping. That's something I absolutely loathe before. I mean, the changing rooms in any shop were just, were just dark places for me. I've spent many a times in there crying and, um not liking the mirror and but now i i really enjoy it that's great and i'm sorry to hear that you you know you've been through so many difficult moments as part of your journey before you've reached where you are now Mm. but i think it's obviously something that's it happens to so many of us and it's happening to a lot of people you know people who listen to this show who may have just started their journey maybe haven't started their journey or have been on it for a long time and it's going up and down and up and down. I, I think it's important to recognise that feeling of, of sadness that, that can come from not being where you want to be. Oh, but gosh, the yeah. Benefits, the benefits can, that can be taken from losing that weight and the changes that it can make to your life, you know, it really is life-changing. And, I mean, in that sense, I'll always encourage people to never give up, even if you know, for six months you've been gaining weight after losing weight and, and you want to go back to it, even if it's been five years, never give up because it's never too late. And I'd like to ask Sarah if I could, like, what advice do you have for people who um, who, who could either be on a journey or wanting to start one? Um, so pre- before Slimming World, I used to always sort of use the excuses like why I couldn't lose weight. So I couldn't lose weight because I was a busy mum or, you know, I work shifts or my job's stressful. I do night shifts, don't have enough time. But actually, you can do it. I've busted all of those myths. I've smashed them. You can do it if you're a busy mum. You can do it if you work shifts. You you can. Um, I think you've got to find your reason why and 
And I think if your reason why doesn't make you cry, then it's not the right reason. Do you understand what I mean? Am I making... Yeah, no, no, perfect sense. Um, No, no, you have to really... I think you have to really dig deep inside and, and quite often the reason we think we want to lose weight or the reason isn't really the reason. You have to really look inwards and, and scratch beyond that surface. And which is why I think I, I didn't do well in 2015 when I joined Slimming World because my reason for joining was I want to be skinny. That's not, that's not a real reason. That's not, that wasn't my why. Um, which is why I think I've been so successful this time is because my why is so relevant. Can you, can you tell us your why? And is it easy to explain in a sentence? Yeah, so, you know, I wanted to have a really good relationship with my husband. I wanted to bring us sort of back together. I wanted to have confidence. I wanted to feel happy in myself. Um, I wanted to be able to run alongside the riverbank whilst my children were rowing in races. I didn't want to be sweating all the time and all this PP. There was lo- There was lots of reasons why, actually, and they were all really relevant. But equally, your reasons can also change during time, so... You know, I've got friends that have joined Swimming World because, you know, they've got a wedding to go to. Well, once that wedding's over, you know, you then find your new reason why. So I just think whatever your reason is, why you want to lose weight, just make it current. And and be, I think that's fantastic and really, really important advice because I was going to say that I, I, I can't stress enough how important I think it is to always have something to strive towards. But like you said, keep it current just that in itself I think is, is so important because for a lot of people I would imagine if you have a wedding coming up you focus on that or a holiday or an event you focus on that and once it's done that is often the moment where people say okay done now finished but kind of forget how much more can be gained by maintaining that weight loss or pushing a bit more even though there might not be another wedding to go to but for yourself rather than making it an external reason Doing it for yourself, I think, can be very important. Yeah, and I think, you know, we all sort of owe it to ourselves to to be the best version of ourselves or to be the happiest we can be. And, you know, if I, I really wish I could bottle this feeling of success and give it to people and say, this is what it's like, just please keep going because it is so worth it. And that's fantastic. I was going to ask, actually, Sarah, if it's something I, I, I asked a few episodes ago to somebody. Do you remember the first time that somebody noticed you'd lost weight or, or were losing weight and then how that felt? Yeah, so my scrubs at work um, were the big indication because they're all colour-coded to what size they are and it's really visible on the on the neck and on the drawstring of the scrubs, depending on what size you are. So it doesn't matter what size you are, everybody knows what you are. And I'd gone from one of the biggest sizes and every time I went down a colour, people were saying you've gone down a scrub size. Oh, wow. Um, yeah, and it was amazing. It literally made me feel about 10 feet tall. <laughs> that's superb. That's a great indicator as well. That's, that's something, you know, but very specific to the work that you do and the situation you were in, but something that everybody yeah. could see. And, and you Absolutely. Could see well. it was, um, yeah, and it was something that, again, was, was a real um, driving force for, at the start as well because the colours are on show and everybody does know what size you are. And I didn't like that. Of course, of course, I, I can imagine that's something that, you know, you, you can keep the, the label of your trousers um, hidden from everybody. They don't see the size, but I guess it's, if it's something like that that's colour coded, then then everyone sees it. So, yeah, I, I had no idea. I've never even given it much thought, to be honest with you. But again, it, I guess 
the line of work that you have and, and what you do it is something that people within the industry would know but but i would wouldn't even have a clue if i saw two people wearing different colors i, I wouldn't associate it with size so that's interesting i've learned something else today so sarah it, it would be an injustice if i didn't ask you about the magazine appearance and also being miss slinky 2023 let's start with the award miss slinky congratulations it must have felt amazing finding out that you'd won this and for for anyone who's not familiar with slimming world or not familiar with the miss slinky award this is a national award that's given to one woman each year based on their achievements with weight loss and why don't you tell us a bit more about the process sarah and, and how you ended up with the crown of miss slinky so it starts off with in, in your own group and your group nominate who they, they think deserves the award of Miss Slinky. So I won it in group um, last year and my consultant said to me, oh, why don't you apply for it? Because you've won it in group, you can apply for it to go national. And I thought, oh, I won't, I won't get anywhere, but I thought, oh, I'll do it because she'd asked me a couple of times. So I did it and then... And then I had a phone call. They wanted to do like an interview via Zoom. Um, so I did that. It was just like a friendly chat and still thought there's no way because there's like 10,000 women, I think, were nominated um, across across the UK and, and Ireland. Didn't even think for a minute that it would be me. So when when my consultant, Joe Diggle, had, she actually FaceTimed me and said, I need you to sit down. And I thought there was something really wrong. And then she said, you've just won Miss Slinky 2023. Sarah, you are a national winner. Oh God, I burst out crying. I couldn't believe it. <laughs> That's amazing. And, and not only that, I, I had no idea how many people were obviously entering or, or, or could potentially enter. So out of 10,000 people, you won that award. That's, that's absolutely amazing. And you must have felt over the moon. Oh, absolutely. I, I still, do you know what? Even now, I'm, I'm talking to you about it now and it still doesn't quite feel real. <laughs> It's, it's superb and I mean fully deserved as well might I add because you know I, I think just from talking to you today not only you know have you lost a considerable amount of weight and it's changed your life and you're much happier for it as well but I think that the way you explain it and again I, I don't want to um, sound disrespectful but, but you are a normal person absolutely I'm I'm a mum of two we've you know we live live on a farm I mean there's you can't get any more normal than that I don't think <laughs> no no of course of course so and then once you found out I imagine you obviously ran around the house a little bit after you stopped crying and, and told your husband told your kids and, and wanted to tell all your friends and everything but yeah and and then what was that process because I, I imagine obviously I, I think there's a prize for winning this isn't there yes yeah, so um I won three thousand pound and I get to go to the ball in November, which is fantastic, where you get your award and you dress up all lovely and go on the stage and Slimming World have recorded a video. So they came to my house and sort of interviewed me at home and then they videoed me doing lots of my my things that I like doing, so like my walking and Zumba classes and did a little bit about me at work. So just put a video together all about me so that gets shown at the awards as well on a big screen yeah so it's just been it's, it's just been amazing really I've done a couple of radio interviews but my biggest um achievement from all of this is I'm trying to implement a Slimming World referral program within my um community okay and um, tell me about that that sounds very interesting yeah so people that 
are in the tier two category for um, obesity, they can get referred for a 12 week Slimming World program, which is free. They get the first 12 weeks for free. But it's not actually it's not actually implemented within my community. It is in the surrounding areas, but not here. So I'm in the process of sort of getting that up and up and running. It's a long process, but I will I will do it. <laughs> wow, I mean, and that sounds so. You're basically enabling people in Hereford in, in your local area to get access to Slimming World for free if if they fit the criteria in terms of, you know the level of of weight that they I would say is above. A healthy level for their height and age and all the other yes. things that's yeah. amazing yeah what, what what an amazing thing to do yeah so hopefully it'll all come off but that's that's the aim at the moment and you yourself you're, you're not a consultant are you sarah no i'm not so you can't become a consultant um for the year that you're a competition winner so come january i can apply to be a consultant which i think i'm going to do I think you'd be an amazing consultant oh, just from talking you. to you and you know your presence on Instagram and having spoken to other people who know you as well because for for Miss Slinky there's a Mr. Sleek isn't there there and sure is Joe Thompson who is a a big friend of the Weight Loss Warrior podcast um, not just because he was on one of the early episodes but just because of the amazing support he gives us um and and he won Mr. Sleek 2023 which I was over the moon for him but he speaks so highly of you, Sarah, you know, he said that, you know, you're such a lovely person. And just just hearing you talk today, the fact that you've you know won an award, but you're very grounded about it. And the fact that you want to help other people to be able to get access to weight loss and, and help change other people's lives. I think it's such a selfless thing. So congratulations on that as well. Oh, thank you. No, it's, it is really important. I just think everybody deserves deserves to be happy and deserves if they need to do this then they can and they just need a helping hand I think of course of course and then the other part of your your slimming world fame in recent days is if anybody goes to a shop that's selling the slimming world magazine they're going to be greeted with your face <laughs> I know there is so much on my face about it's unreal <laughs> it's and so I mean, this this must seem quite surreal for you because, you know, being on the front cover of a national magazine, regardless of what it's for, I mean, it, it just must be a strange thing. You must have, t t in fact, I, I won't question it. I'm going to ask you to explain it. But the first time you saw yourself on a magazine cover in a shop, how, how was that? It, it was it was really weird. Like, even now, people will send me a photo and say that, oh, I found you in Devon or I found you in Scotland. I think, oh, my gosh, it... I forget that it goes outside of Hereford. <laughs> of course. And, and it's normally it's something you're not used to either. No, it no not at all. And it's, it is a bit surreal to see in my face everywhere. But um, no, it's it's lovely. I feel incredibly honoured and lucky to to be in this position. Of course, of course. And, and this it must have been a lot of fun doing the photo shoot as well for it. Oh, my gosh, it was. So this was the photo shoot was done back in November. So this was way before the Miss Slinky competition. OK. Um, so I was incredibly lucky that they wanted to um, write my story. And, yeah, I went to London um, where the photo shoot was. And actually on the morning of the photo shoot, my daughter and my similar consultant came with me. And we were outside the hotel and I said, I can't do it. I can't go in. I'm, you know, I had a, like a mini meltdown. I said you know, nothing's going to fit, 
then I'm going to be not what they're looking for. They're going to be really disappointed. Um, so I sort of went in this sort of little lady going in and I, at the end of that photo shoot, I came out feeling 10 feet tall and something happened that day that just completely changed me like in my confidence. Yeah, it was, it, it was an incredible day and yeah, I'll be forever, ever grateful for it. So, so even on top of everything else that you've achieved yourself, this experience gave you even more confidence. Yes, it did. What an amazing journey in general, I'd say, because, you know, you, you've achieved so much and I'm sure you're feeling very proud of yourself. At least you should be. No, I am. Yes. Thank you. That, that's good. And and like I say, it's, it's completely deserved. And uh, I've really enjoyed talking to you today. Um, so thank you, Sarah. Yeah, thank, no, you really for... thank you for having me on. It's been lovely. Absolutely. You're very welcome. I appreciate you being our latest weight loss warrior. And if people want to come and find you on Instagram, um, where, where do they need to go? Um, it's SW underscore winter and it's winter with a Y. Okay. So SW underscore winter. Yeah. And there people can find out all about your latest escapades, magazine appearances, <laughs> awards, and, you know, the food you eat. And, and also, you know, just understanding like how you achieved the success that you did. So I encourage everyone who's listening now to, to go and have a look at Sarah's Instagram because it's it's a source of, of inspiration. It really is. Sarah, thanks again for joining me and it's been an absolute pleasure speaking to you. I wish you all the best for 2023 and enjoy this experience. Thank you so much. I will. Take care of yourself. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye. I'd also like to say a big thank you to you, our listeners. I appreciate you joining us at the Weight Loss Warrior podcast and would love that you become part of our tribe. If you enjoyed today's episode, please subscribe to our podcast to never miss a new Weight Loss Warrior tell their story. We share brand new episodes every single Monday and Thursday and hope that you join us next time. You can also find us on Instagram where we share great tips and advice on how you can lose weight in a safe and sustainable way. Simply search for Weight Loss Warrior podcast and follow us today. Remember, Be kind to yourself and keep looking forward. You can achieve your goals.